Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. Have a little one that you desire to see grow in the things of God? Subscribe to Revive Nations Kids on YouTube for an exciting array of programs every week. ReviveNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services. Acts chapter 6, verse 1. Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenist arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. Acts chapter 2, you see the mighty outpour of the Holy Spirit. And they are enjoying the glory. By Acts chapter 6, they already uh, having complaints among them. Israelites were under a cloud and in the nearness of God's hearing, the Bible says they complained. There is a fallen nature in us that choose to ignore the goodness of the Lord and we search for what we can complain about. The manna had now turned into wriggling worms. The manna had turned into wriggling worms because God had given them an instruction that they must eat the manna in the certain period. But when they disobeyed the instruction, the same manna did not taste anymore as a manna. Instead, now it turned into worms. There is something about your attitude that can cause what God sent into your life to turn into ugly worms. So a child of God needs to have the maturity to say I will not allow my blessing to turn into worms. God did not cause it but you can cause it to happen. You can cause manna that has come from heaven to turn into worms that does not make manna satanic. 
you have just opened the door for a blessing to become sour in your life but majority of them would immediately use that as the proof saying that look moses is doing some witchcraft how else can a manna turn into worms is no witchcraft it is that every blessing that comes into your life carries a miracle code that it responds to the instruction that caused it to be created in the first place and the moment you step out of that instruction the miracle code stops working for the manna and the absence of the instruction that produced the revelation now the same manna begins to fight you instead of bless you the same thing happens with the ark of god thank you jesus the ark of god is the presence of god the ark of god represented the manifest presence of god in their lives but when israel sinned god allowed the presence of god to be removed from their midst child of god you have to choose will my delight be on the lord or will i enjoy temporary pleasures and when you choose those temporary pleasures the lord sees that as your rejection of his presence and your choice of that temporary pleasure causes the lord to withdraw himself from you that is why king david cried out take not thy holy spirit from me that is why jesus cried so hard that his tears turned into blood because soon he would be carrying the sins of the world on his shoulder that would cause the father god to turn his face from him he chose the presence and every time he chose sin the father's face is being turned away we thank god for the blood of jesus that washes our sins but as a mature child of god we are not just looking for the sympathy of god we are seeking the favor of the lord Amen. 
and the favor of the lord requires for us to understand that the manna can turn into worms and yet it had the same source but the choice can cause the presence to be withdrawn the ark of god was then captured by philistines heathens that worshiped idols and the bible says when the ark of god went to their land it brought great plague upon them it brought great plague upon them where they called the elders of the land and they said let's investigate this plague what has brought this plague upon us and they recognized that the boils that was appearing on their body was the cause was caused by the ark so the ark of god can cause boils on you because that is why apostle paul would come to the people and say when you have this communion if you have it in a way that is not worthy of it some of them has fallen to sleep some of them have died taking the manna that is supposed to bring life but it didn't bring life instead it brought death because an instruction was not followed why must you allow the ark of god that is supposed to bless you why must that kill you the lord is drawing us closer to his presence why must this ark kill you why must it fill the stomach of the angels and why must be it be worms in your life when they investigated why this ark was behaving in this manner they said let us appease this ark let's bring him an offering and they made exactly how the plagues were they made uh, a model of how the plagues if they had boils on the body they made golden boils and they came and they brought it to the ark and they wanted the ark to solve what the ark had started if the ark if your ignorance brought a curse your humility will also bring a solution but many people don't reach there many people don't reach there they prefer uh, they prefer being in their ignorance and pride and dying than humbling themselves and coming back to the feet of god 
that is the spirit of lucifer when he was kicked out from heaven he never went back repenting may the spirit of lucifer never touch you in the name of jesus finally they said bring us young bulls and let's put the ark back on these and let's send them out and let's see if these young bulls will take it back to the original location of all the bulls <laughs> heard the command of the ark more than human beings animals could hear the instruction of the ark more than human beings could ah and they brought the ark back to israel and on journey there was great celebration they began to celebrate because the ark of god was coming back to israel and they came around it celebrating and david danced before his might that is where one of the most popular verses in the bible where david danced before the ark with all his might oh he danced well his wife didn't like it the way he danced he danced so hard that his his robe fell off and he still kept dancing of course he had his inner clothes but his majestic robes fell off he didn't care about his robes there is one such worship you give when the presence of god comes where you don't care about if your clothes get dirty you don't care about if your makeup gets messed up you don't care about if people approve of your worship you don't care about if you're singing in the right scale but you don't hold back you bring an offering like never before you clap like never before you shout like never before because now you're functioning as a king and a king understands a king understands the protocol of the kingdom and the king understands that what was lost is being restored to me revival reviving there was a presence i didn't have before his presence is being restored i must dance like never before now is not the time for me to behave as a king now is not the time for me to have the diplomacy now is not the time for me to desire to be honored in the eyes of men now is a time for me to be even more dignified some people will never understand why certain people stand it is because when you were not watching they were kneeling before the king of kings yeah. 
there is a humility that you can carry that people can't see because people are looking for appearances a king in his glory doesn't look humble but he is humble by what he does before the lord the humility that people are used to is simplicity because people can never judge humility people can never judge what humility if any human being tells you that you are humble <laughs> they don't know what they say no human being can tell another human being is humble unless they are a prophet and they're looking into your heart because humility is not in what is on the outside it's what is on the inside so you can be very simple on the outside and very arrogant on the inside and sometimes you can be very flamboyant on the outside but god look and say there is nobody like my servant david he is after my own heart because he knows how to react when the presence of god comes he forgets his crown he forgets his royalty and he begins to dance before the presence of god childlike that is the one that god is going to establish that is the generation that god is going to establish how do you respond to the presence of god to him much that much is forgiven it is him who loves much so show me how you worship before the king of kings i can tell you how deep your revelation is show me the way you clap before the king of show me the way you dance unashamedly i can tell you how much of a god encounter you've had in your spirit because you celebrate the lord like nothing else that is the greatest event of your life the nearness of god becomes the greatest event of your life it is greater than your graduation it is greater than you getting a job it is greater than your promotion it is greater than your visa it is greater than your daughter getting married don't let your zeal dictate your action let everything you do before the lord be rooted in divine humility some people when they begin to listen to the instructions the ark has its own manual and if you can learn to the instructions of the ark of god the presence of god the principles the statues of god hey mantoralasia something happens everything on your life will begin to progress elevation comes one after another 
you will begin to become upgraded in the realms of the spirit. Everything around you must match the glory of God. Everything around you must grow to the height of the God in your house. Oh, who am I preaching to? Everything around you must match the glory of God that you are now hosting. Your children must match the glory of God that you're hosting. Your finances must match the glory of God that you're hosting. I declare over you, you are listening to every instructions from the Holy Spirit to your heart. You don't care about pleasing anybody else. You only care about the Lord Jesus that died for you. And this Lord Jesus is going to bless you and your house and your family and your children. And nations will hear about this God that blesses you. Job. Hello, I'm Tini Matthew. I'm so glad that you could join us on our broadcast. I hope that this word has made you hungry and rekindled your passion for our Lord Jesus Christ. Just like you fell in love with him the very time you accepted him in your heart, I pray that you will continue to prioritize him over everything else in your life. And may you experience his nearness like never before. Because his nearness is our greatness. We will be praying for you and do get in touch with us online on our different social media platforms and don't forget to download our app Shaiju Matthew which is available both on iOS and Android. Until next time, God bless you all and Shalom. Many of us love Jesus by our words, Facebook posts and scripture quotes. But when God wanted to show us how much He loved us, He gave up His only begotten Son. He's not looking for part-time Christians, nor a portion of surrender, or a fraction of obedience. He is waiting for us to empty ourselves. He's not asking us for some things. He is asking us for everything. And Jesus is the only person who has the right to ask us for everything because He gave us everything. Distance is not a barrier to God. RevivedNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services. 